that moment of stillness, in which time seemed to wait in anticipation, he loosed. The arrow was true. The mercenary general could not even see it through the deluge as it flew towards his head, twisting through the air, the head spinning towards its target. River held his breath, watching in anticipation of the kill. At the very last moment, a shield came up. One of the mercenaries had leapt to defend his general. The arrow pierced the wood but stopped short of its target. Aboard the barge, the hells broke loose as the other mercenaries rushed to defend their leader with a wall of shields and orders were barked for the rowers to change direction and make for the nearest bank. There was no time to lament the miss or wonder how the bodyguard had intercepted the arrow so deftly. Forrest leapt onto the bridge's parapet, throwing his cloak back so he could more easily reach his quiver. The barge had slowed now, the rowers frantically adjusting themselves in their seats to try and make their way upriver. Oars splashed in the water, men grunted, steam rising from their sweat-soaked bodies. Arrows hummed from Forrest's bow, one after the other, in quick succession. As the first rower cried out in pain, from a shaft buried in his back, two more arrows were already in flight, whipping towards their targets. It was as though a rank of archers was firing down. Eight shots, eight dead men. The last rower, managing to stand and turn in a vain attempt to avoid his fate, but he was not quick enough. His lifeless body pitched into the water as Forrest knocked a final arrow. The general's bodyguard stood in front of him, covering him with their shields. Even the best-placed shot would not pierce that defence, and so Forrest waited. Lacking rowers to power it through the water, the barge drifted, borne ever closer to Saviour's Bridge by the storeway's current. Forrest watched the approaching boat, saw the general's men eyeing him warily, swords drawn, shields raised. But he did nothing allowing the boat to drift below him and under the bridge. As soon as the boat was out of sight, Forrest discarded his bow and quiver, stepped off the parapet and grasped the keystone to enable him to swing under the bridge. He landed at the barge's stern, drawing rapier and poignard, rapidly assessing the four men who guarded the general, searching for their weaknesses. This was not what he had planned, but the father had been adamant, the general must die. Forrest would adapt to the situation. Sweeping them aside like a swift wind through the branches. He knew his duty. His mark could not be allowed to escape. Three of the men moved forward unsteadily as the barge rocked, while the fourth, the one who had intercepted the arrow, hung back as the last line of defence. The trio of warriors advanced, shields held up, swords low. Forrest was impressed with their discipline, though facing a single assailant they remained wary. These men were seasoned, and he would need to exact care in taking them down, but that did not mean waiting for them to take the initiative. Without pause, Forrest sidestepped, skipped off the barge's gunwale, and leapt at the first warrior. 
The mercenary raised his shield to block the rapier coming towards him, but Forrest had already altered his attack, kicking out with one foot before he landed and knocking the shield upwards. His rapier thrust in as the warrior, realising his defence was open, desperately stabbed out with his own weapon. Forrest twisted away, the incoming blade slicing open his tunic, but no more. His poignard punched into the warrior's chest between his ribs. As the first mercenary fell back with a gurgle, a second hacked in. Forrest was already spinning, his rapier coming up to deflect the blow. His poignard stabbed forward, taking the second warrior in the neck. The man stared, gritting his teeth against the pain. Forrest could see in his eyes that he knew he was doomed, and there wasn't a damned thing he could do about it. When, with a jerk, Forrest pulled out the blade, the warrior fell back, vainly clamping his hand to staunch the flow of blood. The third mercenary.